Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. I'm Josh, and I'm sitting right next to Mindy because uh, we have a guest today that I'm about to get to in a little bit. I'm excited for this. It's going to be a first-time guest, um, but we're going to be talking about near-death experiences, and um, that's why we had this uh, this guest on um, yeah. because we kind of reached out to him. Mindy, you want to introduce yeah. who this is and <laughs> how you know him and for how long and all that stuff? Uh, well, this is my brother-in-law. Um, his name is George, but we call him Gio. Um, and so, yeah, there, this is him right now. Welcome. Well, Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on. I actually sure. remember when we first met Gio. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting my, my first tattoo. <laughs> Which one was that? Oh, my gosh. It was yeah. with the, um, the flower. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was, and like, Cookie was like, oh, this is my friend. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. just like tall white dude, I guess. Like, whatever. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'd have to say, what do you think? Maybe I was 18, 19. So <laughs> no, well, over, I, I was 18. over a decade, oh, over a decade were, ago. Mindy, you yeah. were 18? Yeah, I was 18. Cause I was like, cause we didn't tell my parents we were getting the tattoo. Oh, and so I was, you're one of those that like right when you're oh, 18, <laughs> you just go for it. Well, I, it, I think it was like, I think we got it in the spring of when I turned 18. Oh, okay. so I was, it was a couple of months. Okay. Oh, yeah. and and does uh, does Gio know about the recent one that you're getting? Uh, no. I well, I got one, but it's it's halfway done. It's like a a Pokemon tattoo. I don't know. If, sh should I show it? Um. Well, let me actually. I can pull up a picture and show it to the camera because Gio is watching us. Um, yeah. So let me see if I can get it's, it to show. This is kind of just the outline. So the outline because it was taking too long. Um. But okay. let me try to show it to you. It'll clear up in a second. Look at that. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like the Game Boy version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let me describe for the wow. listeners. It has um it has Squirtle, uh Charmander and Bulbasaur all in like squares and then it has the table where he's choosing, you know, Ash is choosing and then it has every journey begins with a choice, which yeah. is it's a pretty cool like for a tattoo. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, awesome. It looks, yeah. Yeah, it looks a little better now, but we're working <laughs> on um, what to fully heal to, you know, put color and uh, fix it. I was going to ask if it's color. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so, so that's what Mindy's Very been nice. up to. That's her latest one. It's, it had been a few years, right, since your last yeah. tattoo. Um, but yeah, so. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be. And it, and it was like not too bad. He, the artist, so the, our tattoo artist, or her tattoo artist. I'm like gripping myself yeah. into it now. He um, he said he's like he's like covered head to toe in tattoos, and he said that that area was the worst, like that side rib area. So he was kind of surprised that she was handling it pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I heard ribs and fingers are not. Oh yeah, not great. Uh, like bony. where it's bony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or feet. Yeah. I would think. I don't feet. actually. I don't yeah. think I've told my sister about my tattoo yet. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe she'll find out on the podcast. Well, maybe. <laughs> actually, actually, we're gonna. I'm gonna try to get this out tomorrow. Now that I can, I mean, edit it a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. This should be out tomorrow. So yeah, uh, Cookie, if you're listening to this, Mindy has a, a huge Pokemon tattoo, and you're yeah, probably I'd... shaking your head and rolling your eyes right now. <laughs> well, you know what inspired me though, because when we went to um, visit you guys, my friend Desiree had a tattoo of Eevee, and I was like, why don't I have a Pokemon tattoo? Like that's... that was a nice tattoo too. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like, why don't I, I have see... one and then get a huge one on your side? <laughs> Go big or go home, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyways, thank you for being here. We're excited to get to, I understand you have some kind of near-death experience that you wanted to talk about a little later. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Can't wait. Yeah. Mindy, do you know about it or? No. Okay. I, I don't know. It'll be new to both of us. I, yeah. I don't remember ever you telling me about it. I mean, yeah, I don't know if I have. It. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have a few. So. <laughs> I would, I would <laughs> be, <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. be surprised if it's like, has something to do with the water? Because you used to go to Ocean City all the time. Oh, yeah. It, it's, I have a few in the water. And <laughs> yeah. 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 But, so no, how good. many do you have in total that can you count? I probably well, you you have to judge like what is what is near death. I have definitely one near death. I have like one or two, one outside of water, one okay. not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, there's other ones where you could be like, oh, it could have, you know, it could have went south pretty yeah. quickly, like sort sort of stories. So no, I I got a few. Yeah, I, I was a like few. a near I'm lucky near yeah. near death. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right well, so we're gonna get to that in a second first we have a segment that we do called mindy tries it and this is actually from a i think it, this is from that store that we went to it yeah, was the, uh, a ramen place like a ramen place so uh, uh george unfortunately you can't try this but you can watch us try it nice <laughs> so these are these are candies called black black i are they candies? I thought they were gum. Oh, uh, if it's gum, then we might have to spit it yeah. out after a while. <laughs> well, well, I think because of the cashier well, saying says, that, like, a lot of people, like, say, like, they, they save them, like, help them go through college. Cause oh, it's, okay. it's like a coffee oh, okay. gum. Oh, yeah, it says cacao in here. Okay, so it says, it just says candy black, on, like, when the English part of it. So, well, let's just... Yeah. Is that gum? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. it's crunchy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the hell? It's minty. I don't, I don't know if you're supposed to bite this hard or um, not. It's very experimenty. <laughs> I don't think the coffee part was right. It's licor. It, is it licorice like? It seems no. like black licorice. Um, it no, like licorice. it's just hard black, but it tastes like a mint. Oh my god! Huh. Right? My breath is like. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have good breath after this. Mm. It's gonna ruin my drink though, but. Like it, it's like. When I breathe, it's like so clear. <laughs> yeah. You're actually just having menthol right now. I think so. That might be what we're having right now. I was expecting like coffee flavor. Not this Black menthol. It said cacao in there too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it tastes like, no, it tastes like Halls now that you mention it. I, I got the chills like, right I just now. ate a Halls. Okay, I'm going to get a paper towel and spit this out. It's, it's, it's too much. Okay, you can, um, you can do that. I'll, I'll man the ship here. Okay. Yeah, I really just feel like, I mean, I have, man, I, I don't think I've had a haul since, like, I was in high school when I would get coughs all the time. And it tasted yeah. like that. Like, have you, you've had, like, the yellow hauls before, Gio? Yes, yes. The, a lemon. Yeah. Is that lemon? Yeah. 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 They're not yeah, great. It, just, it goes right to your nose. You're like, oh, God. Yeah, that's what she said, too. Like, she's, okay, Mindy's yeah, coming back. all up in my teeth. <laughs> all right, we're getting Mindy back here. Yeah, so um, Mindy's back. We, okay. we took a brief break. I'm going to try to take a sip and see, like, how horrible it is. Yeah, I need to wash up my mouth. <laughs> no, it's not too bad. It, it fades after a little bit. But anyways, so thumbs down to that one. Um, I feel like maybe if, now that I experienced it, <laughs> I might like it just because it, it makes my breath so fresh. So, but not in that form, like as a candy. No, I just, <laughs> it wasn't a good experience <laughs> overall. Okay, so a but, rare a rare thumbs down yeah. for the for the Mindy tries it segment. Yeah, I was just so unexpected. I was like, I was expecting like coffee. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and 
Mm, got mint. Not great. Okay, so um, before we get into Geo's story, let's go ahead and uh, venture into questioning Florida real quick. Okay, so um, it would help if I pulled it up on my phone. And Probably. all right, so Geo, like I mentioned before the show, this is kind of where we talk about a Florida man and his crazy antics. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'll be interactive. I'll give you a question after and see what you uh, what you think. I'll just stare okay. at myself so I don't look at your phone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is from ABC News, and this was July sixteenth, so it's pretty recent. Okay. And uh, here's the headline: Florida man tries to throw live gator onto building's roof. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Is it like I don't know. Was it like the gator attacking him? Okay. And he was like, oh, shit. So I was going to ask, uh, Gio, you have any guesses as to why he would have done this? Okay. So, so first off, let's just set the picture. How would you throw a gator on a roof? So that means you'd have to be above it on like a helicopter. Like that's what, that's what I would guess. You have to be at least above it to throw it. Right. So, um, yeah, that's a very like no, I don't, Black yeah. Widow guess because we just watched Black Widow and there's a lot of helicopter action. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so that's that's an interesting setup for sure. Oh, that's <laughs> I, I pretty much like ninety percent of the time I choose these headlines or are for the headlines like these stories. So this is no exception. Mm-hmm. Mindy, any idea why he would do that? You you said maybe because he attacked him. Yeah, like maybe he had like a pet. Uh, gator for yeah, whatever like reason on him. yeah that bit him and he was like oh shit and like because I, ima- I imagine it's small like it's not like a big gator yeah. yeah i'm i'm actually thinking a massive gator for some reason <laughs> <laughs> and that's just it yeah he's just right, like right. way over he's overthinking how much strength he has and stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right let's get into it and find out what the hell happened this is from daytona beach shores florida a Florida man told the police officers he was teaching the gator a lesson when he tried to throw a live alligator he had stolen from a mini golf course onto the roof of a beachside cocktail lounge. So that's... Wait, so mini golf courses owns, own alligators? <laughs> or is, or is, is it fake? Well, no, it was it was not fake. I would I understand how you would think that. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was going to say fake, too. If it's from a... Yeah. Yeah, okay, right. so um, it says throw a live gator, so I think... First of all, it's the most Florida man sentence ever. Like live gator stolen from a golf course and beachside cocktail. Like very Florida, just all around in general. Yeah. Um, He was arrested Thursday when police spotted him attempting to throw the gator onto the roof of a cocktail lounge located just off Highway A1A, according to a police report. The officers then saw the man taking the alligator by its tail hitting it against the awning of the building oh and God. throwing it to the ground and stomping on it twice. Wow, what an asshole. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, this suddenly went from, like, a funny headline to, the, fuck that guy. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Especially if it's, like, a, like, it's probably, like, a baby, like you said, because if you had yeah. to throw it, you know? Well, like, if he's geez. able to grab Hitting it by on the awning. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty Right, small. right. He's just wailing this thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, he was hitting it. Yeah. He hit it on an awning and was stomping on it. Um, so... The man was taken into custody and charged with possession and injury of an alligator, unarmed burglary of an uh, unoccupied dwelling, uh, theft, and criminal mischief. 
So I guess um, maybe the mini golf course was closed at the time that, but I still, I'm still, yeah, you make a good point. Like they just like employ a live, like do they just have a swamp? So, yeah. Or like a little pond with the alligator. In yeah. It? I don't, um, <laughs> that doesn't seem very smart. Yeah. So the man told officers that he had stolen the gator from an enclosure at a nearby mini golf course. An online court docket showed no attorney for the man who remained in jail Friday morning. So, yeah, that's uh, that's Florida man. And before, so I have a a scale uh, geo that I got from. I've been doing this for a while now. It's a Florida man score, and they basically okay. will give you points for like you know, did you were you on meth? Did you have a, an alligator in the story? Did you yeah? Uh, is there a fan boat involved? Like a lot of Florida stuff. Um, right. So for this one. We have, um, it was at a restaurant, that's one point. A beach is one point. Um, reason for arrest is burglary, that's two points. Disorderly conduct is two points. And a reptile, we don't see that often, mm. uh, is three points. So he has a total of nine, mm. nine Florida man it's not bad. points. And um, we'll leave with this. Uh, given everything you know about him, which is not a lot, um, Gio, you can, uh, first, we want to have you guess the age. I want to have you guess the age of this guy and see which of you is closest. Hmm. 34 34 any reason it seems like it came to you very quick uh I, the strength <laughs> and the and the and honestly the balls to do it he was probably pretty young mm. I, now that i think about it maybe he's in his voice now i'll just say 34, 34? Just, yeah yeah i want 34 see i was gonna guess like 51 or something <laughs> oh so you think older okay. yeah i don't know maybe he's a grumpy old man that just hates everything and so he just got this alligator <laughs> just throwing and, gators yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just fyi i will be 34 in like less than three weeks so i'll be weird. at this guy's age if yeah i know it's weird i don't feel like it though uh, anyways so this guy's age is actually 32 oh. <laughs> so yeah your first instinct was was pretty much right on um nice, you, mindy's nice. usually like very good at this but maybe just mm. something about the story threw her off a little bit <laughs> probably yeah so uh not great as usual um hopefully that gator is okay i didn't see any updates but i'm sure they would have said something if yeah. <laughs> something too bad um, right, yeah, I'm right. sure in the in the uh, rapport it would have said like if it died. Yeah, it would have been a worse charge or something. But yeah. hopefully that guy's in, in jail right now. Um, okay, but enough of that nonsense. Let's get to the topic at hand because I'm excited to hear um, about uh, your near death near death experience. We did have one episode before. If people want to go back and listen, this is part two. So, um, Gio, whenever you're ready, you can uh, kind of give us a setup and let us know what happened. Sure, sure. So it was. Um... Mindy called it. It was Ocean City, Maryland. And uh, I would say I was around, I'm going to say 19 or 20 years old. And um, I, I bodyboarded for, for years and, and I got like really good off of boat, like, uh, you know, uh, kneeboarding off of boats and, and in, in the surf, like on the ocean. So Mm -hmm. I knew my stuff, but there's this one day where uh, a hurricane ha- had actually just passed the previous weekend. So mm-hmm. I didn't go in the hurricane. Like that was, I'm not that <laughs> dumb, but, <Yeah. laughs> but, uh, but after a hurricane, the surf is really, is really good. So um, it was like a, I think it might've been a Monday, but preface, I was on, you know, school, I was still in school. So it was just like a, you know, summer vacation. So um, 
I was going out and I actually had a, a bunch of family out too. It was like a, a holiday weekend. So a lot of people stayed for like the week. Mm. So everybody's watching all these surfers go out and the, um, the, the waves were breaking really far out. Usually it's not too far. You know, you'd say like 20, 20 feet that, you know, not even maybe 15 foot, they start breaking. Yeah. Um, we're talking like a hundred foot out, if not more. So you have to go into like a little bit deeper water just to start, you know, riding some waves. Uh, so I have my body board and I was like, you know what? I'll go out all my family's out there. So everybody's watching, you know? So I was like, if I get into trouble, you know, the waves are big, they were big, but you know, nothing I didn't think I could handle. So I went out. The only problem was it's like, you, you know, you start losing uh, your sense of how, like of depth, how, how far it goes. So, mm -hmm. you know, I got out there and I start swimming down just to try to touch bottom. I really couldn't touch bottom. Oof. So I was like, okay, so you really have to, it's a different dynamic when you can sit and kind of stand in the sands and like ride a wave out to like go out, you know, which I've done before, but not that far out, you know? So I'm with these, the, the surf, surf, you know, borders and everything. So I rode a couple in and then there was this one big one that just like kind of got me uh, by surprise, but normally I can just kind of like dip out of it and, and go back. But the, the problem was, is I got out of the, the wave that kind of hit me and another one just immediately just mm. slammed, slammed in me. So uh. I go down, I go like, I am tumbling my, my board. Like it just the, 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 you know, the line that like it it's attached to oh, yeah. just breaks, you oh, know, you're talking crap. like force where it's like, yeah. So I have it around my wrist, but it's just a string at this point. My board's <laughs> just fly like flew. So I'm like, okay, I'm tumbling, tumbling, tumbling. And then, um, I finally got like some, I wasn't spinning at the point. So I was like, okay, well, let me try to start swimming back to the top. Mm -hmm. So I start swimming, I'm going, I'm going. And my breath, normally I, I could hold my breath for about like at that time, I'd say, cause I used to just like time myself mm -hmm. about almost two minutes. Oh wow. Which was pretty long. Yeah, yeah it was pretty, pretty long. long. But um, the, the only problem is, is like when you're in that kind of frenzy, it's not like a, okay, let me like, yeah, you're not just like breathe, sitting you know still what I'm saying? and so taking a breath. So, and then... <laughs> yeah, so I'm already kind of like spooked. So I start swimming, and I, I know I'm getting out of breath pretty soon. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I go, and I'm like, I, I feel like I'm there. I usually try to look underwater, too, to see if I can see something. Um, but it was just too sandy. There's just too much too much going on. So I could keep swimming, keep swimming. I was like, okay, I'm almost out of breath. And then I just slammed my face right into the sand. Oh. I was going the wrong way the whole time. Oh. So then I was like, okay, the issue with this is it's like, okay, at least I know where bottom is. So now I'm grabbing, but you know, that feeling where you start to kind of like that, like that, like it starts to be like, I'm losing yeah. air. Like yeah. I'm going to like pass out pretty Ugh. soon. So I got it. I gave it everything I could. And I'm now at the bottom. And the only, my only issue is, is if I go to the top, I'm afraid another wave is just going to crash. If another wave came at that point, I would have been, I would have been pretty toasted. So I go up and I'm just like, I keep swimming. And I, I swear I was about a foot from the top. And I just was like, I'm on the verge of passing out. Got up. Luckily, God, God saved me at that <laughs> point because there was no wave that crashed me down again, uh -huh. because if it did, I would have just been done. My board is like almost to the beach. 
So <laughs> I basically try to use my body as a board and just kind of like swoop down like the, the beach. Cause now I'm like, I'm still a hundred foot from the shore. So I'm like, okay, I hope I don't get like hit again. At least I have like some sort of my breath left. So I made it back. And I kind of loved it because I went back and I was like crawling out. My family had no idea oh, yeah. what was going on. They're like, oh, how is it out there? I'm like, yep, just uh, just some, you know, saw my body come out here and I wouldn't have been talking. But that was like probably the scariest, that it really was the scariest thing because, um, yeah, I, I definitely gave it all my energy and just hit the bottom of the floor, which I, I thought I was going the other way. So I was like, oh man, this is going to be a rough one. But I, I made it. I made it. And then I stayed out. I, I, <laughs> I would imagine. I just, uh, yeah, I just looked at and uh, watched for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, yeah, that 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 thing where your heart is racing and you're just adrenaline and then you're coming down and start to just yeah. kind of stare at the ground probably well, for well, a while. Well, I feel like that's what yeah. happened. Like your adrenaline, like it just pushed you to like that very last yeah. uh, foot that you needed. Yeah. Yeah. I was confident in my breath too, but again, like it's different from you know, like yeah. I'm going to swim a lap and back and you can like, you know, you can like prepare, but that, that you can't prepare for, especially when you're getting rolled around, like basically like a rag doll. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so that was, a, yeah. You, know. you said you had a couple and I guess that's probably your worst one. I'm guessing. Yeah. That was my, that's definitely my worst one. I actually, I had another one though. I, I was, uh, I, I drove as a kid to ATVs and, um, and I had, I, I drove one, uh, that it was a stick shift, uh, like, a so it was like one down five up. Mm-hmm. So we lived on a farm there. We lived not on a farm. My dad has three acres growing up, but behind us was 300 acres. Oh, and wow. there is some, some kids that were back there that growing up that had ATVs as well. They had like some big, big ones. Like, I mean, they, these guys were crazy. I mean, talking like do wheelies down the road and just keep going like just even around turns i mean these guys were (laughs) radical so they're like hey george come with us one day so i was like okay so we're going through the forest that's nothing i'm i was i'm probably like intermediate level so i was like this is no problem but then we went up this hill i'm telling you it was like steep steep (laughs) hill and i'm like okay and he he clears it but his quads, like the power is like double the power of mine. But that really doesn't matter, though. You just have to make sure that you're gearing correctly to go up oh, the, okay. the hill. So I was like in between, like, okay, I want to get enough speed to try to like go up. But the problem was, is like I just went into high, like high of a gear. So I just I went up, was like pretty vertical at that point, <laughs> but stalled. So at that point, I didn't really. I didn't want to break because if you break like your back wheels, I mean, you're just going to like literally fall on yourself. So I pulled in the clutch and I should have really put in the front brake to try to like maybe skim down, but I was nervous. I mean, I was crazy. So I was just like, I just held, (laughs) I held the clutch down. And, uh, so I was just free. I could roll. So I just started rolling right back down, (laughs) shooting back down this hill Granted, it's in the middle of the forest. Like, it's not, like, just an open hill. Oh. Like, we're talking trees everywhere. I don't, again, God was looking at me. I'm yeah. dodging trees. <laughs> I don't know how. I'm dodging these trees going backwards. I can barely look. And then I, I do hit, like, I hit something. And then I it roll like, so I roll back. And the quad 
rolls over me and flips over. I swear to God, I, I'm on my back, a little bit like the wind taken out of me. And then the quad just rolls over me. And uh. I'm just like sitting there like, oh, man, I like I knew I was going to make that. I look backwards and it's just this huge ravine with all these rocks, oh rocks. And my quad actually bounced over the the hole. And I'm just on the one side, my quads on the other side. And it like bent it, the handlebars were bent. I could barely oh drive it back. Um, but that I was literally like, I was like, oh my gosh, if I stayed on this thing for another second and just went into this like mm -hmm. death valley, uh, it, it would Jeez. have been, I wouldn't say, you know, near death, yes, or paralyzed or really messed up. So that was another one that I was like, oh man, they, uh, somebody was watching me and like my quad was like, okay after after it too but i was like oh my <laughs> gosh man like this is this is kind of crazy man I and i remember yelling at me he's like oh you didn't make it i'm like no no i didn't make it. <laughs> no i didn't make it man yeah when when i i would have jumped ship like at, when I, when you were like climbing up that hill and you were feeling it yeah. i would have been like fuck it <laughs> gonna you get know what's fun I, I i don't know like that those are two definitely close like near death slash near really bad injury mm -hmm. situations and it's very hard in those situations they just happen so quickly they yeah. just happen so fast that it's like really hard to react in a way that like you're like you look back like yeah i should have done that but it happened in like it seems like a half a second so yeah it's like yeah it, it's kind of crazy yeah that's yeah that's like yeah. one is yeah it's just as crazy to me as the first one that's that's yeah. intense man <laughs> yeah <laughs> closest i ever came was just uh similar to your first one but i was just out in the we were at a lake and i got i went too far out and my arms got tired and i was way too deep and i couldn't like keep myself afloat and my dad had to come out and get me so that yeah. was a that was like the closest i've gotten to that but um it was not that long and I was not that close. I, I remember I was kind of pushing his head down because I was just trying to stay up and I was like almost drowning him instead. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. And then some someone came with a float and helped us both. But yeah. that's actually, yeah, that I, I, that's another one that actually happened to me too. I was <laughs> in a pool and like um, a girl didn't, it was a friend of ours, my cousin's friends. Like I met her through my cousin and um, in Ocean City and uh, we all became like really good friends, but she wasn't a great swimmer. And I just remember being on the side of the pool, just doing like, again, like I just tried to go underwater as much as I can and just kind of like test my breath. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, she wasn't a good swimmer. She jumped in and she got scared and she pulled on my legs and pulled me down oh. with her. And, uh, yeah. And I, I wasn't ready for it. You know, <laughs> I'm not prepared. I, I didn't hold like my breath too much. And then I kind of had to like, this is kind of like, I had to like kick her off, <laughs> kick like, her off, but yeah, like, and then helped uh, like once I could get myself like out of, yeah. you know, like a, a bad spot then I just, I just grabbed her and, and, and grabbed her up. But like, yeah, like sometimes if you can't swim, you panic and then, yeah, you, you get, then you're going down where yeah. I was. Yeah. yeah. It, it felt bad. But at the time I was like, I'm just fighting for my life here. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, yeah. dad. It's that's scary. Yeah. It's yeah. scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Crazy stuff. Glad you're all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still here. Yeah. I don't do any, I like, I'm definitely less crazy, less rowdy <laughs> as I was as a kid, but yeah. 
definitely took chances. Yeah, it makes me scared <laughs> to go back to Ocean City now. <laughs> well, those waves are big, yeah. even without a hurricane. <laughs> True. All right, so um, now it's time for Mindy to tell her story from the past. Yeah. Um, so um, let me let me point the mic a little bit more toward you. Okay. So I'm going to talk about someone named Hugh Glass. Okay. Um, who had many <laughs> near-death experiences. Um, and actually, one of them involves water, too, so let's oh, get into it. Okay. So we don't know much about uh, Glass um, before the age of 30. All we know is that he was born somewhere in Pennsylvania. One of the sources I read said maybe from Scranton, but who cares? Okay. <laughs> um, what we do know um, is that in his 30s, um, he was a sea captain, and then his ship was attacked by pirates. Mm. Um, and um, the pirate captain gave him an option to either join the crew or get thrown into the sea and, you know, and drown. Um, so he became a pirate. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Made the right is, choice. Is he still there? Yeah, he's there. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Um, Okay, so after a couple of years of doing pirate things, whatever they do, pillage, murder, whatever, um, he was able to escape along with a fellow pirate um, by jumping by jumping overboard and swimming toward what is now Gaveston. Oh, okay. So it was a PA and Texas connection yeah. there. Whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, once ashore, they traveled all the way to St. Louis, um, being careful to avoid the cannibalistic Native American tribes. Mm. Um, one of them... I just want to mention because it's really weird. Um, it's, they're called the Takawaras. Um, and they severed human hands and feet and ate them because they thought it would give them extra strength and speed. Oh, Yeah, anyways. <laughs> uh, I mean, just now they just have steroids. Probably. HGH. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, right. Eventually, they did get captured by a Native American tribe, but luckily for them, the Pawnee weren't cannibals. However, they were known for sacrificing people to the god of the morning star. Hmm. Um, and so, uh, oh, sorry, I forgot to mention, when Glass escaped the pirates, another pirate friend he had also escaped with him. Oh, okay. Um, and so, um, so with Glass's pirate friend, um, they put him on a stake and... Um, and burned him alive. And so Glass was like watching them do all this. And mm. he was like, oh shit. Yikes. Well, um, yeah. So when the Pawnee untied Glass to, you know, burn him at the stake, he bowed before the chief and offered him a cinnabar, something like that. I don't know. Cinnabar. It's, it's basically a mineral that uh, was used before to make pottery. Um, and the Native Americans used it to make war paint. Um, so. Oh, interesting. Okay. He just had it in his pocket? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I guess he has to carry everything he yes. means. Yeah. He's traveling. Um, so the chief was so impressed by his gift, he named Glass an honorary Pawnee. He went from like almost getting killed Murdered. to an honorary Pawnee. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> just for some mineral. I mean, I, it must have been really valuable. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so that's his first near-death experience. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe second, technically. Because the pirate thing yeah. could have get murdered by the pirates. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, after two years with the Pawnee, um, he took a trip with the chief to meet the U.S. Uh, superintendent of Indian Affairs um, in St. Louis. Um, and so Glass decided to stay over in St. Louis to get work with the Rocky Mountain Fur Company 
um, and who are paying people $200 or about $5,175 um, annually to trap beaver. So it's not a lot of money, but whatever. He can do whatever he wants. Something. Something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the party headed to Missouri in March 1822. Uh, besides one man falling overboard and drowning and another three dying after being blown up when someone lit a pipe too close to a pile of explosives, <laughs> the, the trip was going smoothly. <laughs> okay. Um, that is... Um, wait a minute. Okay. That is until the leader of the group, his name was General William Ashley, decided to do business with the with the Arikara tribe. Arikara tribe. Um, the chief's name was Chief Gray Eyes, and so him and General Ashley agreed to exchange fifty horses for gunpowder. Um, and once the goods were exchanged, the group continued on their journey. So everything was going well until the following day. Uh oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the Arikara, or yeah. Whatever. Uh, uh, t- <laughs> Arikara? Arikara um, attacked the group the next morning uh, where at least 15 men were killed and Glass was shot in the leg. Um, Glass and the rest of the survivors were able to escape by boat um, and they were able to make it to Fort uh, Kiowa and regroup to continue their journey. One day, while Glass was scouting for game, um, Glass disturbed a mother grizzly bear with her two cubs. He's, he's, he's just playing with death at every turn. Basically. Um, the bear charged, picked him up. And Threw him bit- against an awning. <laughs> <laughs> Threw him on the roof of a cocktail bar. Yeah. Um, uh, bit and lacerated his flesh and severely wounded him and forced Ugh. him to the ground. Um, Glass managed to kill the bear with the help of his trapping party, but he was left badly mauled. Jeez. Um, the men were convinced Glass would not survive his injuries, but nevertheless, they carried Glass for two days, but doing so, so the pace of the group's travel. That, isn't that like the DiCaprio movie? Um, I'll, I'll get to that. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, they're carrying him, right? What yeah. was that called? I'll, I'll tell you later. Um, Revenant? 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 Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll explain that. Okay, okay. Um, da, 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 da. They carry from two days. Okay. Um, but doing so, so the pace of the group already did that. Okay. So the group's leader asked two volunteers to stay with Glass until he died and then bury him. Because I guess that's something. Oh, they so, so they said to stay until he dies. But he yeah. But he doesn't die as of this point. No, he's not dead. Okay. Um, so, um, a guy named John Eds Fitzgerald and a man later identified as Bridges volunteered to stay, um, and began digging Glass's grave while the rest of the party left. Wow. How encouraging for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure he's passed out at this point. Okay, yeah, he's guess, unconscious. I, I would hope so. I know, yeah. right? He yeah. was always watching yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, no. Five days later, oh, uh, the men... Tired of waiting for Glass to die, <laughs> left Glass to join the group. Oh. When they caught up with them, they claimed that the Ikira tribe had attacked them and that the Glass had died. But really, uh, Glass regained consciousness and found himself abandoned without any weapons or equipment. <laughs> Jeez, assholes. <laughs> well, I mean, 
Yeah, that's what happened in the movie, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't really blame them because it's kind of like, he's going to die anyway, so whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're going to have to take the loot. I mean, I like, it wouldn't, you wouldn't want to, oh, I mean, there is some honor to like, you know, have him in his garb and like, yeah. have, but but, I guess like, you know, the weapon, I would take weapons, you know, but. Well, I mean, like, if a bear, like an animal tries to attack him, what is he going to do with a knife? Like, <laughs> it's something that he can least. barely like lift up his arm. <laughs> Yeah, saying. but they already dug the hole, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't yeah. care at that point. And those guys, right. like, I mean, five days of like sitting around watching a guy to die sounds super boring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like after day two, it's like, dude, just go. Bro. It's like I'm yeah. done playing cards. Like this is like the hundredth game of cards we played. I'm done. Um. Anyways, um, he had festering wounds, a broken leg, and and deep cuts on his back that exposed his bare ribs. Mm. Um, so he laid mutilated and alone more than 200 miles from the nearest American settlement in Fort Kiowa. Um, so glass, he set his bone, no, I'm sorry. He set the bone of his own leg, wrapped himself in the bear hide that the, his companions had placed over him oh, at least as a that. shroud, I <laughs> guess. Um, and began, began crawling back to the fort and just 200 miles away. Um, oh, it was really gross. Um, and he to, thought he was far in the water, Geo, and look, yeah. this is freaking two hundred miles. <laughs> miles. <laughs> um, to prevent gangrene, Glass allowed maggots to eat the dead, infected flesh in his wounds. Oh, yeah, it's nasty. I didn't know that was a thing you could do. Apparently, anyways, um, Glass crawled over land southward um, toward the Cheyenne. No, Cheyenne. Cheyenne. I was right. Cheyenne River, where he fashioned a crude raft and floated downstream to the fort. The journey took him six weeks. Um, wow. He survived mostly on wild berries and roots, which I didn't. I knew you could eat roots, but they're probably not. Tasty. <laughs> I mean, anything at this point. That's true. I'm just surprised a berry didn't poison him and give him like some kind of other ailment at this point. <laughs> dysentery or what? what was yeah. That? yeah, yeah, dysentery. Yeah. Um, after recovering from his wounds, uh, Glass set out. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So now he's good. So, um, so he's at the fort now. And after recovering from his wounds, he set out to find Fitzgerald and Bridges. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> he eventually traveled to Fort Henry in the Yellowstone River, um, but found it deserted. I guess there was a note. Um, I guess when they abandoned forts, leave notes, and um, the note they left said that um, Andrew Henry. And company, which um, the guy was with, yeah. had relocated to a new camp at the mouth of the uh, Bighorn River. Uh, when he got there, Glass found Bridges, but apparently forgave him because of his youth. Yeah, he was like a teenager. Oh, he was young. Yeah. Um, and so basically, uh, I'm going to add this little tidbit, but um, I think he was just like, you know, he thought like Fitzgerald, because he was older, like kind of thought he manipulated him to leaving okay. him. And so he was like, so okay, he really like, is after the other guy. Yeah. It's like, he's the he's the mastermind and just leaving him. Exactly. Um, OK, and then um, he reenlisted in Ashley's company. Um, Glass later learned that Fitzgerald had joined um, an ar- the army and was stationed at Fort um Atkinson, um, in present-day Nebraska. Uh, he reportedly spared Fitzgerald's life because he would be killed, in the, uh, killed by the Army captain for killing a soldier of the United States Army. Wait, so 
he spared his life, so he had a chance. Well, because because he, he thought, oh, he's gonna pretty much dead because uh, he did this other thing. Yeah, okay. And plus, if he would have killed him, he would have been you know charged with murder. <laughs> right. So Naturally. yeah, so he just let someone else kill him. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. yeah. Um, you do it, but let me watch. <laughs> yeah. <right>. Um, <laughs> but the captain just asked Fitzgerald to retold, to return a stolen rifle that he got in front of glass. Went like he just stole like his gun when they left him. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's it. Nothing ever happened to him after that. Mm. Uh, but before he left, Glass warned Fitzgerald to never leave the army, or he would still kill him. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so now he's waiting for him to die yeah. <laughs> in the army. Yeah. And if he ever doesn't, or if he just leaves, then he'll just kill himself. I guess so. Nice. That's how you get someone to stay in the military. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Gee, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Glass uh, returned to the frontier as a trapper and fur trader. Um, he was later employed as a hunter for the U.S. Army garrison at Fort Union, uh, which is in North Dakota. Um, Glass was killed um, along with two fellow trappers in the early spring of 1833 on the Yellowstone River and um, uh, in an attack by the Ikerka. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Ikerkara? Arikara. That's a hard word. Yeah. Ari- Ari Kara. Yeah, the Native We've Americans. We've said it about five times, yeah. five different ways. It's yeah, fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, so um, there is a monument that um, of him, like it's literally like him, and then there's a bear like crowding over him, like he's like regarding attack, hmm. uh, in a in what is called the Shady Hill Reservoir in South Dakota. Um, so if you look a picture of that, and that's cool, <laughs> um, and and there's and. Um, <laughs> that's our There's dog. There's a bear right now. I know. Yeah. The, the bear's coming. <laughs> Settle down, bear. We're almost done recording. <laughs> um, and there's near there, there's also a campground, a picnic area, and it's called the Hugh Glass Lakeside, uh, Lakeside Use Area. Hmm. Um, and so, as you said, um, The Revenant is actually it was a, first a book. Mm, okay. Um, so, um, Michael Punks. Michael Punk. <laughs> um it's a 2002 novel, so he, um, you know, based it off, you yeah. know, his thing. And then they, and then Leonardo DiCaprio was in the Revenant movie, and it won, um, well, it was nominated for 12 Academy Awards, yeah. and it won three. Yeah, he won Best Actor. Yeah. I remember that, because he was awesome in that. Yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah. And it was shot really well, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I remember, I like, that. like yeah. he, he went through so much to, just to, like, filming that, like, so much physical stuff that yeah. he had to deal yeah. with and it was all crazy yeah yeah he deserved that <laughs> he deserved that award <laughs> for sure yeah for sure um and then there's just another, uh interesting fact that i found is that uh there is uh he appears hugh uh glass appears in world of warcraft what? as a character <laughs> um as a deranged merchant in grizzly hills along with his pet bear uh Griselda. <laughs> wow, that's weird. Yeah, I need to look up a picture of that. I, yeah. I never did. <laughs> I think I might remember that actually. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. why. That's why yeah. I put it here because I'm like, I don't remember what you plays. Wow, but I'm gonna put it oh, here. Oh gosh, it's yeah. I I played it when it came out, and it just like gets sucked back in, and <laughs> that's a whole other. I don't know if you've heard about what Blizzard's going through right now, but that's a whole other podcast story for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably so. <laughs> Um, and then there's also a song called Six Weeks by of Monsters of Men that's inspired by Hugh Glass. And so some of the lyrics are like, 
let go, lay to rest. I'm sorry, no. The first part is her blood on my bones. Let go, lay to rest. We fall, we fall, we fall, we fall to the ground. I float on, float on down. We ride, we ride, we ride, we ride it all out. Alone, I find these animals alone until I get home. Of monsters and men, are they like a rockish? They're like an indie band, I oh, would okay. say. Indie, yeah, indie for sure. Yeah, they, yeah, it sounds familiar. I probably would maybe recognize one or two songs, but I had to. You like, definitely would. Yeah, I yeah, have to. I have to would. hear it. I, sometimes I'm not great with like the band names. Yeah, but, that's but cool. yeah, there's a whole bunch of other things like books and uh, movies and TV shows that um, is based on this. But those are just ones that I kind of knew already. So. I recognize anyways and that I cared about. So yeah, that's uh Hugh Glass, the guy who's The Revenant. The Revenant dude. Yeah. Very the cool. <laughs> great great um tale. A lot of near deaths, I would say. A lot of Yeah, uh, he trumps he trumps ours for sure. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I mean I mean just like getting captured by pirates alone. Yeah. And that was only like the, the first part. <laughs> True. That was just the, the, the intro. Yeah. <laughs> that was just like an appetizer. All right. So um, before we, we wrap this up here, um, I did want to kind of touch on the other side of near-death experiences um, that I, I thought we might not get to. Um, you know, the side that's kind of like people seeing lights and they're, they're kind of, you know, they're crossing the plane or whatever. You, you hear about that. Um, so I kind of, I turned to, there's a near-death experience research foundation and they have, they kind of compile a lot of stories mm. um, from people. And so it's interesting because it's just people telling what they saw, like whenever they were, um, you know, it'll actually tell what, how they had the near-death experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can just, I just have three here. They're, they're real quick. And then uh, we can kind of uh, discuss. So this first one was from April of 2021. So it wasn't too long ago. And this was from a near-death uh, experience due to eye surgery complications, which doesn't sound great. Um, yeah. So they said, I was given a life review while inside the void. During this review, I told the being to pause. I wanted to better examine the parts of my life. I was then able to view these events from overhead. The life review did not last long because I asked the being something that surprised it. I said, can I plan my next reincarnation? The being said, usually people wait until their actual death to choose their reincarnation. <laughs> I would have been like, oh, so I'm not going to die? Cool, <laughs> yeah. cool, cool, solid, solid. I just find it funny, like, like the being was kind of like sarcastic or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be like me if I was like the, you know, the one that's <laughs> waiting. <laughs> That'd probably be my response. I'm like, uh, you have to be dead, bro. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was the first one. I thought that was interesting how, you know, they were examining parts of their life, like kind of reviewing it i see mindy before i get to my next one yeah mindy just I, pulled up the character from yeah i'm gonna can you show it to oh, yeah, the let camera me, yeah let me show it to, to geo actually i could have texted it to you but whatever that's all right here does that look oh, familiar yeah uh, gosh it's been a while <laughs> so it's basically yeah. like a, i know yeah i remember grizzly hills but i don't know if i remember that okay. yeah yeah it's basically like some kind of like a redhead guy with facial hair and uh he's like lumberjack yeah lumberjack Lumberjack. 
And he yeah. has like really fluffy kind of what is that on his boots? And he's just kind of like a. It's like he focused <laughs> way too much on his calves. Yeah, um, it's like Uggs. He's like yeah. wearing Uggs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah. That's Hugh Glass of uh, World of Warcraft. If you guys want to look that up. Yeah, I was curious. That's funny. He's all like pol- uh, polygonal. All right. Um, so this next one is from December of last year, and this is one of the earliest in life near death experiences that. Um, were recorded and this was from someone that was just over one year old due to a head injury and Mm. they had this um i saw my life i saw my life on earth as a split second and a tiny fraction of what i was supposed to live i thought to myself the equivalent of was that it no this can't be it at that moment i had a clear understanding of who i was on a fundamental level i'm not talking about earthly attributes like gender race or ethnicity I'm talking about the spirit me, for lack of a better term. I wasn't a human form, nor did I have an age, I just was. For the sake of explaining this experience, I'm writing everything in linear order. However, all of this happened simultaneously. It's hard to explain. Weird. That one's so weird, right? Yeah, it it is weird. I mean, it's it's fair, though. If I was one, I'd be like, that's it? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you're only one year old. Yeah, I'd even even get the chance to, like... uh, (laughs) Walk, walk, <laughs> talk. I feel like it would be hard to remember. I know, like that. Yeah, like that's the only. Yeah, it'd be yeah. Like... That's that's the strange part. But then maybe it's kind of like maybe that's part of it. It was like so out of body and like so different from like regular thoughts. Like they mm-hmm. said, it was like no, that's true. No earthly yeah. attributes. That it's maybe it's like they just somehow <clears throat> still feel that even though they were that little, which is it was interesting. That is. Um, all right. And I'm going to wrap it up with this last one. This was from March of 2020. And this was, um, there was an internet personality from Austin named Benjamin Breedlove. And uh, I guess he was, he was pretty big on YouTube and stuff. Um, he had a near-death experience 17 days before his death of hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Some, some type of uh, yeah, heart, like heart stuff. Uh, unfortunate like heart thing that can get you when you're early. <clears throat> Must be pretty rare. Um, so he said... I was in this pitch white room in front of a big mirror. I heard the lyrics from some music. It was the best sound ever. Better than any speakers I've ever heard. The rapper Kid Cudi was with me. (laughs) He's he's not dead, right? (laughs) No, he's not dead. He's not dead. He's not dead. Um, I saw our reflection in a big mirror that was in front of me and thought we looked really, really good. I couldn't believe how good we looked. I began to see my whole life play out in front of me in that mirror. I saw my whole life, everything I had done, and was proud of myself. It was the best feeling. So that's a little bit of it, like a nicer one. I, I mean, he ended up dying anyways, but... I mean, you wouldn't have to say that. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, R.I.P., yes. But, um, yeah, he... I mean, I, I assume he was a fan. Um, I don't know if... Like, I, if you had if you had a near-death experience and you had a, could chill with someone that was who, dead... Who would I see in the mirror? Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Yours would be Michelle Obama, wouldn't it? Well, she's not dead, though. That's that's the problem. Well, Kid Cudi wasn't dead. That's true. <laughs> if it had to be a dead person, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'd have to think about it. But, yeah, I mean, part of this sounds kind of like just a dream to me, <laughs> honestly. But it was from, like, a complication he had with the cardiomyopathy. So, hmm. plus, you know, he, he did end up dying after. So, we don't really want to just dismiss his, <laughs> his NDE. But yeah, I thought yeah. this is interesting. I, I did find some other ones that I, I left off, but I just, I found a very similar pattern in a lot of them that was just about, you know, tall gates and 
um, lights and going into the light and very bright lights and stuff. Um, so it's what's like one person. It's like that song, Bright Lights, comes out. Which one? The with the what's his face? Oh, the CeeLo one. No, not CeeLo. Um, <laughs> it's that guy. Um, Is it a all? Wait, which rapper? Do, yeah. Do, 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 oh, oh, that. Uh, wait, the weekend guy. Yeah, isn't it, that song called "Blinded Bright, by the Light" or something? Bright lights. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but I was trying to make a joke and it just did not work. Sure? <laughs> <laughs> at least you saved it with that last bit. I do know what you're talking about. Now. Yeah, he, he, he did it at the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Oh, that's a weekend, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 It went yeah. a long way for that, but eventually got there. Um, <laughs> but yes, what if that happened, Mindy? <laughs> um, That'd be weird. Yeah, it'd be weird. That's, that's the punchline. It'd be weird. Um, but yeah, so bottom line, there's a lot of different ways people have near-death experiences, whether they see anything or not, or they're just... I get mauled by a bear. Yeah, mauled by a bear, almost drown, um, almost fall into a ravine. That's, yeah. That is crazy, too, because the um, those stories that you said, my, gr- my grandmother, this would be my mom's mom, mm. she had a near-death hospital experience like, like that. Okay, um, yeah. I was young. I don't remember too much about it but i do remember she saw like white lights right. somebody talking and then man the bear's angry again. coming back yeah <laughs> the, but it's kind of crazy like then then you get pulled back i googled after that you know but there was no google probably no google back then but it was <laughs> you like ask uh, jeeves or i definitely researched yeah ask jeeves right yeah um i researched a little bit about it and they say a part of your brain, like when it is um, deprived of the oxygen, will definitely start a somewhat a hallucin, like yeah. hallucinate a bit. Yeah, that um, makes sense. I don't like to believe that. I kind of would rather believe that there is actually some sort of like middle ground. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. from what I researched, they said like it really can make at those last moments your brain can get a little wild but it is kind of crazy that if you do snap out of it and you get back you have these insanely mm-hmm. you know insane crazy stories so yeah, very very interesting yeah, yeah definitely interesting yeah. um topic that um i'm always willing to talk about because there's so much to it there's people that will like see dead relatives and stuff and then uh, there was one i saw that um they they were talking to like their ex's um, friend or something that had died and they were like actually at like like asking questions or answering questions that like they wouldn't have known or something because they were they, they were dead at that point and so it was that's crazy yeah that's and then crazy. they came back yeah. you know they came back from that and we're telling the the ex and they were just like oh yeah there's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of uh mysticism to this kind of i hope he didn't say anything embarrassing <laughs> right <laughs> i think there was it was just something about like yeah, like they're not happy about your new your new boyfriend or something. I think that was part of it. But I'm like, it's like see, oh. if I was an ex, I'd be like, mm, did he say that though? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Just made that up. Your, your house has asbestos. It's <laughs> like, oh no, that would be funny. It's like something trivial, <laughs> something like nobody really cares about. Or like uh, it's a, sh- it's a spoiler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, it's like there is a wasp nest in, in, by your house. Make sure you take care of that, please. Like, there's a lot more I wanted to ask you. Why are you telling me this? Um, but yeah, that that should about do it. We're almost at an hour here, so um, I know it's like past nine o'clock your time. 
Um, so I thank you for the time you had. I hope, hope you had fun. That was a, a lot of fun Definitely. for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for having having me on. Yeah. No, yeah. No problem. Um, hopefully we can have you on again at some point because probably my sister. She's probably like, okay, they had Gio on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. What it's about like, me? I'm actually related to you. <laughs> She, she uh, confirmed she's already said that. So. <laughs> well, you can you can let her know it was kind of because we mentioned it to you already and just m- mentioned yeah. having you on. But yeah, she'll get it. <laughs> yeah, it was or it was kind of organic the way we yeah. talked about it. So I was like, OK, yeah. But yeah, she's definitely. Yeah. She, yeah. You have an she, open she's invite. She's got some of the stories. <laughs> Cookie cool. as well. Cool. And maybe at one time nice. we can have both if we can figure out the whole logistics. But yeah, that'd yeah. Be great. Yeah. All right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, again, thanks for being here. Mindy, anything else? You good? You ready to cook? Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> we're going to eat a little bit late today, but uh, it was worth it because that was a fun discussion. All right, so. Oh, we're having fidel, so. We can oh, just... yeah, there you go. Ooh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and on that note, let's go ahead and raise our glasses here. And go grab a refill. Okay, bye. Bye. How would you throw a gator on a roof?